Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of the week right there brought to you by our friends at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. They've been proven in lab tests to remove more dirt and soils than any other method. Their powered water cleaning means no soap, no shampoos, and no toxic chemicals. Schedule your Zero Res cleaning today, 801-288-9376. We are live at the warehouse. Their brand-new Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. Don't forget about their Orem location as well, 86 East University Parkway. Gordon, we're going to talk to uh, Howard Beck uh, coming up here mo- momentarily for your daily assist, uh, likely to be our final check-in with Howard for a while. Yeah, it's always good to talk with him and all the guys. All, all the uh, NBA assist guys have been fantastic this year. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be good to uh, wrap it up with Howard Beck. You know, it. You know what I appreciate about our guys, and and really having the opportunity to have such uh, such great writers on our show uh, regularly throughout all of this, Gordon, is this is something that the NBA has never gone through. Uh, you know, this 2020, uh, the year of 2020, this this season. I mean, it's it's. You don't want to say, you know, if we were making light of it, we'd say they, you know, they were making it up as they went along. But they they really were, you know. They never. There's no playbook on how exactly to function uh, during the coronavirus. And I, I'm grateful to our daily assist guests because we've we've had the chance to view this unique situation through their insight, and, and they're as dialed in as anybody. I mean, I think it's been very, very valuable throughout the season. Yeah, and the time, they're very uh, knowledgeable about everything going on in the NBA. But some of the stuff they didn't know because nobody knew. You right. Know? And yeah. it was that... that illustrated exactly what uh, the NBA was facing. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been the strangest year I can ever remember. It it, it well, <laughs> I think that's the understatement of the sh- it's been it's been wild. But I mean, I I mean beyond right just I mean I mean as is affected sports. I not not just obviously things that have been going on in the world. But uh, it has had a oh, in sports, effect. I got you. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's never happened before. I mean, this stuff is is is. I mean, the the concept of having a, a an isolation situation. I mean, if you were telling uh, 2015 Gordon, you're like, hey, guess what? 2020 yeah. is going to look like. They're going to yeah. everybody's going to be isolated at Disneyland. <laughs> or yeah. no, excuse me, Disney World, <laughs> and they're yes. going to have to finish out the season. I mean, it's just, just wild. All right, uh, it is time for your uh, daily assist. Let's uh, jump on out to the uh, T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. He's joined us every single Friday throughout this NBA season. He's our friend Howard Beck. Howard, how are you? Doing well, guys. How are you? We're great. Gordon and I were just talking about uh, what a wild season that it's been, and we're so grateful uh, to you, Howard, for coming on with us each and every week, even when we weren't sure if they were going to be able to to finish the season and just how unique this this whole thing really has been. No, thanks, and I've listened 
My pleasure. Appreciate you guys uh, always having me. I can't believe, as Austin just pointed out, that we've been doing this for basically an entire calendar year uh, every Friday Wild. for, you know. Actually, I think it's, it's probably been pretty close to a full 12 months, right? Because we started yep. probably this time last year during the preseason. Um, so that's new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just we were just talking about that, Howard. That the regular season would be starting what, Jake, next week? Uh, geez, right. This yeah, boggles your mind. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just nuts. It's still I don't know about for you guys. It's still uh, jarring to me when I think like the finals just ended five days ago, six days ago, and and it's October. And normally it's you know there's just certain you know, there's a a feeling I have when the season's over is this kind of sigh of relief in a way. Um, you know, okay, that's another season in the books. I've, I've written something off that last game of the finals about the championship. Take a deep breath. Draft is coming up, whatever. But, you know, then it's vacation time, like summer league and then vacation. And it's, and it's summer. And, it's a, and instead I just got back from taking a quick walk to the store, and it's like 50 degrees and rainy and – <laughs> it's October. Halloween is soon. Like it just none of this makes sense. It's it's just it, it, the 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 calendar is just permanently thrown off. Well, let's talk a little bit about those finals that have now come to an end. Howard uh, LeBron adds another one. The Lakers add another one, tying up the Celtics. Um, let's start off with LeBron. What does this championship do for his legacy? Well, you know it's funny because I'm of two minds on this. If if you had asked me a few years ago, after he won the championship in Cleveland or after his run in Cleveland ended and before he signed with the Lakers, I would have said his legacy was already secure. Three championships, three finals MVPs, four regular season MVPs, one of the greatest scorers of all time, one of the greatest assist guys of all time, um, You know the number of finals he'd already been to, everything he'd already achieved, where he ranked on the all-time leaderboards. Everything was secure, and he was already in the discussion with Michael Jordan and if you want to add Kareem as well, depending on where you are on this debate, that he was already in the in the discussion for greatest of all time. And people, you know, no amount of achievements probably are going to sway certain people ever anyway. So I thought if he never did anything again, if he didn't hit a single shot again after 2016, say, I think his legacy was secure. That said, having made the decision to go to L.A., having made the decision to sign up with one of the most storied franchises of, in, in all of sports, where championships are the only thing that they recognize and the only thing that they care about, and to follow in the footsteps of Kareem and Magic and Shaq and Kobe and, and Jerry West. And to do that, you do take on a, a, a different kind of burden because if you go there as one of the best ever to play the game, but you don't do anything of note in a Laker uniform, well, then it's, then it, then it's almost worse. It, it, it's, it's, you know, so you, if you choose to take that on, you almost have to deliver a championship or multiple to, you know, you make sure that you have, are, are, are securing your place in that franchise's history. His place in NBA history was already secure, but his place in Laker history was a different matter. And by winning this championship in year two, and especially given what happened to him last year with the injury and the missing the playoffs, it's, it's huge. So it's not just that it's ring number four. It's not just that it's uh, his fourth finals MVP. It's that now he's now for, for Laker fans in particular, I think this just absolutely uh, cements his relationship with that franchise. And of course it comes in the year that, that we lost Kobe Bryant and there, you know, people, 
might have different feelings about whether that sentiment matters or the whole winning for Kobe thing and, and if, if that's overplayed. But I, I do think there were some very real and, and um, earnest, meaningful feelings amongst the players and certainly Jeannie Buss and others in that franchise about wanting to win it this year. You want to win it regardless, but losing Kobe, I do think, added another layer um, emotionally there. And so it, 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 it did a lot. It did a lot. His, his, his legacy was secure, but this absolutely enhanced it. Howard, I, I kind of hope that, or I wish that, that people could just appreciate uh, LeBron James for what he is as a player, his uniqueness, uh, you know, what, what, his powerful build, his ability to move, his skill, all these things without necessarily arguing over whether he's the best of all time or not, you know? I mean, I don't even know how, how you come to these conclusions, but he's so great and he's so unique. Uh, I wish all basketball fans would just enjoy it. You'll be shocked to hear this, but I'm of two minds on this as well. Um, I, On the one hand, I agree with you, Gordon. I, I don't care... I don't think that there is an objective, absolute, certified answer on this, for one. I, there, there, is, there is no right answer on this. Nobody can prove to me otherwise. Um, I don't have a dog in the fight. I could argue either side pretty convincingly, I think. I don't, I, I don't think there's a, a, an answer, and I don't care if there's an answer. But I also don't mind the debate. The debate is fun. It's part of sports. It's what we do. We, we rank and we debate. And, you know, this, this often falls along generational lines. The older you are, the more likely you are to side with Michael Jordan. If you're a little older than that, you might say, no, it's Kareem. And if you're younger, you're going with LeBron. And it's all fine, and I don't mind it. But I do think it's all, it, there's a, there is a certain pointlessness to it because there, there is no way to definitively come to a conclusion, whether it's through statistics, whether it's through ring count. You know, I mean, I, you know, that's, that's a way oversimplification. Um, and I, I generally agree with you that, I, I think the important thing is to recognize and appreciate what these guys are doing in real time. Realize that we, we, we will we'll never see the likes of LeBron again. I, I don't think we will see somebody like him. I mean, we may see some you know, facsimile thereof, um, and, and every great player has their own story to write and, and all of that. But LeBron is incredible. We, we have not seen anything like him before. Whether you think he's better than Michael or not quite as good as Michael, whatever, he's he's fundamentally different than Michael. And yeah, I just uh, I I prefer to just enjoy the greatness of these guys as it's unfolding um, and appreciating them while they're around because yeah, those careers don't last forever. And you know, we could go through a big drought where we don't we don't see anybody. You might still you know Giannis will be great and Luca will be great and there'll be all these other fun guys to watch. But will they do what LeBron has done? Um, at the same level, you know, I would say probably not. I'll add a little comment to to my question to you, Howard, and uh, Jake will laugh at this. But uh, the other night, uh, my my one of my daughters and her husband were arguing back and forth, and they have a great relationship. But they were going at it pretty pretty well, and I was listening to the whole thing, and I was going, "Well, that's a good point." And then the other one would make that argument and say, that's a good point. And they were going back and forth and back and forth. And finally, I, I stay out of these matters. Usually I walked over and I said, hey, there's no proven one way or the other. And then I shut up and walked out, you know. But even <laughs> I, I was proud that my daughter could really come up with these great arguments. But it was, it was uh, there's no way to prove it. That's the problem. But maybe it's fun along the way. You better be careful. They might take over your radio show.
Yeah, they, it was it was really good. They were my daughter was making way better arguments than Jake does. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Did Easy I did there. I say that out loud or did you I just think have. it? Okay. <laughs> uh, Howard, I want to ask you about the Jazz offseason and uh, what you think it it might look like. And that seems like kind of a wild question actually to ask because we don't know the parameters of the offseason just yet. But do you think they'll be active? Do you think they'll try to roll this cast back? What do you think uh, the Jazz need to do? Man, I mean, I'll be honest, guys. I have not given it much thought at that level. Um, it's, you know, we've obviously finals having just concluded and free agency still a little ways off and the draft is still a few weeks out. Um, I haven't really thought about it much. Um, I'll, be, I'll be curious to see how aggressive they are. I think that, you know, there are times when you can, when you're an up-and-coming team, and I think that there's still a team that you could say is still mostly an on-the-rise type of team because your core, the, the, the most important player – to me is Donovan Mitchell, who is still evolving and you, you know, the, the improvement that he makes can carry the franchise. So the steps that they take forward, may be his steps forward, right? Those will track with each other. On the other hand, they definitely still need to make some improvements. And I think, you know, I'm fairly certain they recognize that. Um, and when you're going up against, when you're in a conference with, you know, the now defending champion Lakers and LeBron is, refusing to erode, refusing to, to slide toward the horizon. The Clippers are going to be back and still incredibly talented. The Nuggets, the Warriors will, will now be back and healthy. You know, that's, that's a tough, tough group to break through if you want to at least have home court advantage even in the first round of the playoffs. And so I, I don't think you can afford to stand pat or just rely on the idea that Donovan Mitchell's improvement from year to year will be enough to break through the crowd. And, you know, look, the rest of this roster is, is most of the guys are pretty well established. They are who they are. You know, you look at the ages and, you know, guys in their late 20s or early 30s, I don't know that you can count on a lot of, of internal growth. And so – I, I do think that that suggests they need to, to make some moves. I, I, I couldn't begin to tell you what those are right now. It's so early. But I think if you want to be in championship contention, if you want to try to, to get past those four teams that I just named that I think are all, all have a head start on Utah, um, then I think you have to be creative and, and find some ways to, to keep improving the roster. Well, uh, I agree with what Dennis Lindsay said. He said essentially they need some perimeter defensive help who, uh, and someone who won't hurt them in their spacing at the offensive end. And I don't know how they're going to accomplish that, but that's something that they need. Yeah. I'm, inter- I'm interested in knowing from you, Howard, a couple of the moves that we've seen happen in the NBA. Were you surprised that Daryl Mora is, is stepping uh, away in Houston? And what do you think of the Clippers uh, naming Coach Lou? I was stunned by Daryl stepping down. I mean, look, the writing was on the wall in some ways, whether it's – I mean, there are a lot of things you can point to, right? Um, Did the China controversy, the Hong Kong uh, tweet, have something to do with this? Probably not, but it certainly caused a lot of stress. I know it was really hard on on Daryl to deal with at the time. I don't think he was pushed out. I think he left on his own. So I don't think this this was a repercussion for that. But it was a stress factor. He's been at this for a while, 13 years with that franchise, uh, or, or 14 total, I think, and 13 as, as the GM. And 
you know, they've, they've been really creative and innovative and, and ambitious and aggressive. And I, like, I think he's run one of the best front offices in the NBA. And they haven't been able to break through. The Warrior dynasty has something to do with that. There's some self-inflicted wounds along the way. And then the other factor is that they changed ownership. And so Les Alexander is the one who hired Daryl and really believed in him and, and you know, was the first to decide, I'm going to hire an analytics guy as GM. And then Tillman Fertitta comes in as owner a few years ago, and he's a different personality and doesn't have the same, I think, um, same approach that Les Alexander has and, and um, you know, certainly doesn't need to have the same loyalty to Daryl Morey and, and the vision that he had. I think he has honored that, but I also think that Fertitta was doing everything possible to duck the luxury tax. It cost him some players along the way and made Daryl's job harder. Um, and then I'll just throw this out there. I have no proof of this, so I'm not asserting this as fact. I have never fully believed, however, that Daryl Morey is the one who wanted to trade Chris Paul and draft picks for Russell Westbrook. It never made sense to me as a Daryl Morey kind of move. He has defended it to the hilt as if it were his, and maybe it was. But it felt to me more like, and this was the suspicion around the league with some uh, you know, other teams, that this was more about Tillman Fertitta wanting to swing for the fences and get Westbrook and James Harden wanting to go get his friend Russell Westbrook after having a falling out with Chris Paul. And so if I'm right, and if people around the league are right, and if that suspicion is correct, then maybe that also played a role in this, that maybe Daryl didn't feel like he had quite as much autonomy as he once did. But that is speculative. It's reasonable speculation, but it's, it's I would say, you know, not something I could, I could prove definitively. Um, Ty Lue. I've known Ty Lue since literally his first day in the league uh, when he was, you know, technically a, a Nuggets draft pick, but he was acquired by the Lakers in a, in a deal for Nick Van Exel, and I was covering the Lakers at the time. So I've known Lou on some level for a long time. Um, I think he did a phenomenal job with Cleveland. I think it's a, it's a job that was not given enough recognition because when you're LeBron James's coach, it's just assumed that, well, you, you got to benefit from having LeBron James. Um he also is, uh, you know, overlooked in all that was that he held LeBron to account. There's a great anecdote about Game 7 against the Warriors, the year that they beat the Warriors in the finals. Game 7, halftime, Tyloo calling LeBron out in the locker room and LeBron initially being, being kind of taken aback and, 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 and all this, but that it did, in fact, motivate him the right way and, and got, him, got him going and pushed him to another level, pushed that team to the level it needed to be, and they won the championship that night. Um, he he's a great communicator. He always has the respect of players. He's really well prepared. He studied his butt off in all the years that he was an assistant under Doc Rivers, primarily. Um, you know, going back to Boston and then his his you know his first stint. Uh, you know, the, the, the stint with him in, in L.A. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think it's a good choice. And I think it's it's in some ways he was the obvious choice once they decided to part ways with Doc Rivers. He already knows those players. There's already a relationship there. Whether he can fix the chemistry issues that, that ailed them, you know, this past postseason, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm still not exactly sure what, what happened with that team, but they have some chemistry issues. There's no question. Well, Howard, we can't thank you enough for uh, all the info, all the wisdom that uh, you've shared with us this uh, abnormal NBA season. Our, our listeners are absolutely the better for it. And thanks for uh, just doing such a great job and being so easy to work with. We really appreciate you coming on. 
No, thank you guys for all the kind words. Thanks for all the great questions. Thanks for having me on every Friday. It's uh, it's been a blast as as usual. However long we've been doing this, however many years it's been now, and um, no, the pleasure's all mine. And uh, I look forward to uh, resuming whenever this all starts again. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll know soon. Well, Howard, absolutely, that's, uh, that's our pleasure, man. We 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 really do. I echo what Jake said. Uh, you're one of the best, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you, Howard. Be well. That's our friend Howard Beck. Uh, the final daily assist of the year, Gordon, uh, as we yeah. kind of got to there at the beginning. Uh, it's been almost an entire calendar year. In fact, I'm sure Austin's saying thank you to Howard, but I believe Austin said October 25th last year was the first time we had him on wow. for the NBA season. So so literally <laughs> almost an entire calendar year. That's pretty wild to think about. Well, and you'll, you'll notice in talking with him today, and this is true for all our our daily cis guys, you know, they, they, the enthusiasm they have for reporting on the game and analyzing the game, it, it never wavered for yeah. any of them. I mean, well, Chris Mannix at times could be a little difficult, but, you know, I mean, otherwise. <laughs> but never Howard. Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are live Just today. Just kidding. Just kidding. Of course. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West, a brand new Salt Lake City location. Uh, also have the location in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Our friend Tom is joining us once again. What's going on, Tom? Hey, sorry. Hey, Tom. Tom. Yes. I have, a yes. Que- I have a question for you. Okay. I'd like you to ask uh, to ask Austin what he what he did recently. Austin. I'm supposed to ask you, what did you do recently? Uh, we we uh, colored a pumpkin with Sharpies with my two-year-old daughter. <laughs> nice. No, tell him the we truth. started a new tradition there. Tell tell Tom the truth. That I believe he did that, that but that's not what uh, Gordon wanted you to tell me. So yeah. what, what is it that he wanted you to tell me? Uh, he thinks it's funny because he's in first grade for me to play this. I have pierced nipples. Oh, wait. That's hey, 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 my, hey. My bad. That Whoa. is, that, that <laughs> is out of bounds, sir. That was dirty pool. That. that is extremely I dirty I have pierced pool. nipples. There you go. You oh, said it. Brother. Uh, I heard that earlier, but uh, I changed the subject. Jake, I have to ask you. I got my nipples pierced last week. Hey, hey. That is such dirty pool. That is such dirty pool. Jake, what I'm trying to ask you, and who's the kindergartner? The what? It sounds like Austin's the kindergartner. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Absolutely dirty pool. When are we going to get the real NBA season? Is it going to be? Christmas? No, uh, they're talking Martin Luther After. King Day now. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, they got a they got a lot to do before they get there too. How do you do Christmas Day without NBA? I don't know. It's going to be weird. You might actually have to pay attention to your family for once. <laughs> that was a joke. That, don't that, give me a that, dirty look. That's that a, a good joke. idea. I'm going to take my family and we're going to go to somewhere warm. Oh, that is. Hey, hey, I got a question for you, Tom. At Christmas yes. time, and you know, buying gifts and all that. Who's the boss? You or your wife? Listen, my wife wife threw down the gauntlet three years ago, and she said, "We are not buying presents for our children anymore." It's over. Oh, like seriously, and she meant it. So the only thing we do is we fill up a stocking for the grandkids. We buy them. Now we have three. We buy them a gift. So we've done an experience. So last year we went to a beach house in Mexico. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. This year, because my wife is afraid of 
out of the country going to Mexico. Travel. I think we're going to go to Scottsdale and get an Airbnb house. That sounds pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Good for you. Go yeah, where it's warm. Good. Absolutely. So who is the boss? My wife threw down the gauntlet. Who plans the trip? 100% Tom. That's your role? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right. You're good at it. You're, I'll tell you one thing. You're a traveling you go, man. When you do go on those trips, wherever you stay, better have very comfortable, adjustable beds because you know I've never been in a hotel or an Airbnb with an adjustable, but I have a customer here who has a really nice Airbnb. Um, she actually has like six places up in Park City. Oh, nice! Do you know by those those condos by Jordan L? Oh yeah, uh-huh. people oh, live yeah. there. They're yeah, yeah. nicer. Uh-huh. So she has like six of them up there. She's put adjustable beds in four of her six, and she gets nice. reviews like, "I will never stay anywhere else." Wow, makes that big a difference. That is a good transition to the best deal we've ever offered on the very best brand, the very best deal. I talked about it a lot last week, but I'm going to just hit it real quick, Jake. We had uh, a deal where we bought an insurance claim. Mm-hmm. Brand new, in the box, full warranty, the very best brand with the Bluetooth module so you can use voice commands and or on your phone. If you lose your remote, you can push the head up button. Have you tried that yet, Gordon, on your phone? phone? Yes. It works incredibly well. Love it. I love it on mine. We're going to do the base instead of $17.99 for the queen or the king, which is $22.99. We're going to give you a mattress. The Queen is a $1,200 mattress. The King is a $1,700 mattress. So it's like a $3,900 package on the King and a $3,400 package on the Queen. I'm Jake, I showed you 16 pallets of Yeah, it's amazing. $8.99, and I have two left that are scratch and dents. They're in the box, but the box is broken. So we said, let's make an excuse to give another hundred bucks off. Right. You're going to get a broken box for seven ninety nine. The next two customers. Unbelievable! Wow. Take advantage of it. The boom of booms. Boom right of booms, and we can do one year same as cash financing through Citibank if you want to take advantage of that. Awesome. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West here in Salt Lake City, uh, eighty six East University Parkway. Uh, go see Uncle Clayton in the store uh, down there in Orem. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live from the Warehouse Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Boy, Gordon, football Friday right into Howard. Tell you what, yeah. Friday Fridays are something else. Action-packed. Yeah, and back to football. And then uh, i got my list coming up in the next hour. we got oh, you got the Not Sports Report coming up. Man, what a day. What a day. Do I we know. have uh, sounds of various clips today as well? Uh, I bet we could we can dig something up. Are we well, going to use? I've got an unnecessary censorship. Prepared. Oh, perfect! I, oh, I thought I was scared right. for a second we were going to use what uh, what I sent you earlier today. No. Look, 
Hey, Jake, let me ask you one question. And, and Mac hit on it, and I think he's exactly right. What do you think is the absolute key for BYU in its most important game of the season? Now, that may be you know, added there, too, when they go up against Boise State and whatnot. But this is by far the most important game they've pulled. What has to happen? they got to score a bunch of points. <laughs> This is what I was going for, and I think you know it. BYU has to control Houston's speed. No, I, I, I was somewhat joking about score a lot of points, but I, I absolutely think that's the key. I, I think Houston is going to score. I think they're going to score tonight. I so uh, I think that BYU, especially with no Kairos Tonga, I think that's going to be an issue, and I think the speed that you're talking about is going to be an issue. So I think that they're going to have to go out there and and move the football and put up a bunch of points. Yeah. So I mean, I, I you know it was kind of a joking answer, but I, I, it's absolutely the key. I think they're going to have to play great offensively tonight. And not to say that the defense is going to have a bad game per se, but Houston does have speed, and they are missing arguably their team's best player. So, I mean, those issues, you know, I I, I would guess the Houston Cougars are going to score a few points tonight, and BYU's offense needs to be on point. They, they need to be the BYU offense of the first couple of weeks and not necessarily the BYU offense against uh, San Antonio, although they were not terrible, but I, I think that they I think they need to be really good tonight. This is kind of the MIA game because uh, both teams have players missing in action. I mean, if you believe what's coming out of Houston, then uh, they have a bunch of guys that may not be available. At least that's the, the bill of goods they're selling before the game. So, yeah, we'll see how that works out. So it, I'm excited, Gordon. I don't know. Uh, we, Mac and I were talking about this off the air. Uh, I, I'm excited to watch this football game. I I really am. You know, BYU's. We've talked about it as nauseum. The 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 opponents are not necessarily all that interesting, and it's tough to get excited to watch uh, the Texas San Antonio play football and you know Louisiana Tech and on down. Uh, but this is an interesting game. I'm I'm really excited to see this BYU football team play tonight against this competition. And uh, you know, so far in this uh, in this season, this is the game I'm I'm most intrigued to see. And the consequences are severe here in this game because if BYU loses this game, unlike other seasons when they've had a front-loaded schedule and they've had tough teams, and if you lose one of those games along the way, then okay, you lose it. Then you turn around and you face another quality opponent. At least that's been the norm over the past couple of seasons. But this year, if they lose this game, it washes out everything they've accomplished up to this point. And that sounds severe, but it's not. Even Greg Rubel, the voice of the Cougars, came on our show, and he said, and this is a direct quote, everything hinges on this game. And he's right. There's no denying it. Yep. And I, I you know... If if we're talking about BYU fulfilling, uh, you, you know every bit of their season, uh, achieving what they can, they really need to smoke Houston. I mean, imagine if they really beat up on them, uh, the 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 hype that would be going into Boise State and then San Diego State. So you know, if they really want to uh, make a case for a big bowl or or what have you or whatever they're capable of getting postseason wise, you know, if they if they cleaned up Houston pretty good here. I think it would send a, a big message.
Well, just like you said, BYU has a bunch of guaranteed wins. And so they have three questionable games that where it, it is a real competition. And this is this is the first of them, Boise State and San Diego State. The rest are guaranteed wins. And so what they've accomplished thus far can be confirmed to some level. Not it's not like they're going up against Georgia or Alabama here, you know. I mean they're they're going up against Houston, but that at least is is a quality enough opponent that if they do exactly what you just said, then uh, it, it substantiates uh, these mostly wide margins that they've put up thus far. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, come on by and say hello. Price is so low to blow your mind. Uh, Hans is going to have the pregame show for you starting at 6, so make sure and stay tuned for that. And then he'll uh, he's taking phone calls after this one goes final. Late night for Hans tonight. Uh, with our Cougar coverage right here on the station. Not Sports Report is next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, they also have their location, 86 East University Parkway. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? Well, uh, I don't know where this happened, but let me, let me uh, ask a few questions before I tell the story. Have you ever been to a – Jake, you're a big wedding guy. You love going to weddings. I do love weddings, true. And one of your favorite uh, movies of all time is Wedding Crashers. Fact. Right. Okay. Have you ever been to a wedding where something embarrassing happened? Hmm, I'm sure I have. Let me think. Other than, like, Austin like dropping uh, a tray of drinks on the bride. <laughs> Uh, I I have been still, in- still get a kick out of that Austin. Sorry, I mean that, that that's Laugh it unbelievable. Up. <laughs> uh, I have definitely been the embarrassing part at a wedding before. What did you do? Wasn't your wedding, was it? No, 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 no. It was. In fact, uh, we just uh, we just talked to this couple. It, we went. To, it's one of uh, Naz's best friends. They she got married up in uh, Minnesota at a lake lodge up there during the summer. Uh, and uh, Gordon's there, daughter used to live up there, I think. Up there in the <laughs> up by Brainerd. Well, we'll Gordon. see if it happens. I, 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 I don't. If you're the, I, my daughter lives in Minnesota. Uh, anyway, you, so you would know then, Gordon, that it, it can get quite buggy up there during the summer, a little humid, and uh, yes, uh, and very cold during the winter. I decided to wear a blue shirt to this this wedding. And uh, uh-huh. let's just say I sweat through that shirt in about the first five minutes of the reception. And by the end, uh, after all the dancing and festivities and stuff, like people were laughing at me. Were you attracting many bugs? Uh, <laughs> that was the least of my problems. I don't know. I probably you were like you were kind of. <laughs> You were kind of like a swamp in and of yourself. It was. It wasn't good. I, and in fact, uh, I I danced with the bride at one point, and I had to apologize. I had to say, "Oh, oh I'm, so, I'm so sorry." You slathered. <laughs> you slathered all over. No, no. I tried to don't say that. I yeah. Please don't. That was disgusting. <laughs> I I tried to be not close dancing. 
Let me put it that so way. So was that wedding dress uh, more uh, liquid-soaked than the Dr. Pepper-soaked wedding have, dress? It, it could have been. <laughs> Which was... would you rather have, uh, the Dr. Pepper or Jake's sweat? All I'd rather have the sweat, for sure. <laughs> no, no, you win. Uh, this isn't a convers- uh, competition. You win, Austin. Austin, uh, but... have you had uh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's it. Sweaty. Uh, uh, I, I, has anything embarrassing happened to you at a wedding, uh, Austin, uh, other yes. than you're dumping a whole tray of Dr. Pepper you want on more? the bride? That's not enough yeah. for you? No, no, that's about as embarrassing as it gets. I just wondered if you had anything else. Not, well, there was a time that my pants ripped. <laughs> was that your own wedding? No, not that I know of. Did because you were? Did something happen that you didn't tell me about? No, uh, uh, just on the dance floor, pants ripped. They, they happen all the time. That happens a lot, yeah. Was it Apparently, I'm not a skinny display? jeans guy. I don't know. <laughs> Did everybody see it? No, I, I uh, was covert about it and immediately left. So, okay. To sorry to disappoint you. Jeez, oh, sorry. <laughs> you set a high oh. bar. You set a high bar. Well, I got something that may top even your dropping of the Dr. Pepper all over the bride. Of course, you do. All right. I saw the video of it. I'm not sure where it happened. Sorry, I missed out on some of the details, but I watched the video and it was bad. All right. So it's a man's wedding with his bride. He's standing with his bride during the ceremony up in front of everyone. And all of a sudden, his kids come running up the aisle saying, Hi, Daddy. Hi, Father. Hi, Dad. Hi, hi. And then his a woman appears, and she demands that the bride cannot marry the man because the man is her husband. Wait, what? Hit us for that again? The wife, a wife and kids barged in on the wedding as the man was getting married to this new bride, oh, okay, and it turns out that a little bigamy this, was going on. Yeah, the woman came in and said, "Whoa, stop, stop everything! You can't marry this man. He's my husband." Wow. And oh, it was bad. Like a double was, life. Kind she of couldn't thing. have waited for the question. Does anyone object or whatever? <laughs> I think. I, I don't know whether she was going for the embarrassment factor. I hope so. Or or what? Because you'd think that maybe this would have been handled prior to, but no. What was his All plan the, tomorrow? I, like, I have like, no what? idea. Did he use a different name? I, I, I do not know. I don't know how he got himself into the trouble, but I do know how he got out of the trouble, uh, or at least <laughs> uh, outed. By uh, man, that is that is sad because weddings are supposed to be happy occasions, right? Well, he deserves happy it. Occasions. How many uh, secret families do you have, Gordon? None, none, none. whatsoever. Just one public no. one. Okay, all right. Just checking. Yeah. You never know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I always wanted to see something kind of not necessarily embarrassing at a wedding, but something out of the ordinary. Oh, I've, I've definitely, I, I can tell you one specific way. Here's an idea to answer your question. I definitely saw the, um, let's say there was a, my buddy's stepfather overdid it a tad. And uh, when it came to giving the toasts, there were some jokes that were 
inappropriate and went over real flat. Like some stuff that's so inappropriate, uh, uh, nobody just laughs because it's, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I, there's that. And nobody laughed, not even a courtesy laugh. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was way too awkward. We're but, talking like wedding singer, uh, that scene? Yeah, yeah, a little, little bit. Where mad a, a little bit, yeah. yeah, a little bit like that. A, a little something where everybody's going, oh, man, should we tell him to sit down or what should we do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, well, we'll get to Gordon's List coming up next. Stay tuned. We are live from the warehouse to Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Tom jumping on with us once again. And, uh, Tom, you always – uh, seem to have great deals on uh, adjustable beds, and uh, but you're over or outdoing yourself because uh, you've you've come into a bunch of them and you're hooking uh, our listeners up. We just have a young lady took uh, scratch and dent, so we oh, have sweet. one left. That's it. Do not let this pass. If you need a spare bedroom mattress, come in, put this in your bedroom, take your mattress and put it in the spare bedroom. This is a once in a lifetime deal. Uh, $1,800 base with a $1,200 mattress for $799. Or, if you don't want the scratch and dent, $899, 100 bucks more. So f- for a package that's worth more than three grand, you are getting it for less than one. $1,799 plus $1,299. That's like a $3,000 deal. Yeah, for less than a grand. Less than $1,000. That's amazing. No, less I can't than $1,000. Tom, I can't think of another piece of furniture that you use in your home that you would care less about whether the box was broken you know <laughs> yeah are you going mean, to put are you going to put a mattress protector and sheets and uh let's call it a duvet cover or a quilt or some sort of a bedspread so you never see the base if it drops inside of your bed frame and the one that's left the box is broken there is no damage to that box there's nothing wrong with the base itself Seven ninety nine for the whole Incredible. deal. Incredible. Wow. But I want to transition quickly because we haven't talked for a while about the custom sectional deal. The Clayton Special? The Clayton Special. And this honestly is named from the manufacturer, the Clayton Sectional. Right. We're doing the Clayton Sectional. And it's a deal that's seventeen ninety nine down the street. It's custom furniture made in Utah, made in the United States. This is not an inexpensive piece of furniture made in Timbuktu somewhere. This is made in Utah. Support local. Awesome local this is stuff. made in USA. This is quality stuff. We're going to do it for $1,199, $600 off. And you can choose one of nine different fabrics. I have a couple of them on the floor. If you need one immediately, you can choose this. If you want your custom one, it takes about two weeks. But that's all. That's Eleven ninety nine for custom made in the United States furniture. Unbelievable. Take advantage of it. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. Don't forget about the Orem location as well. Eighty six East University Parkway. Gordon's list kicks off next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone.